Hi everyone. Welcome to Below the Belt Show slash click on this. And we are here at the illustrious McCormick Suite at Farpoint Convention here in beautiful Hunt Valley, Maryland. And we have and I'm Mike the General Zod, and we have an amazing guest for you today. We have a legendary voice actor who uh, whose career spans four decades, and that is the illustrious Billy West. Illustrious. That's a good word. Of course, of course. Everyone knows your voice. Um, yeah, I've I, um, been around long enough, you know, and it's uh, all the stuff that I've done, it's kind of like the rewards of a misspent youth. <laughs> well, when I, when I think about it. Well, for anyone who hasn't, you know, who's apparently been living in solitary confinement for the past, I don't know, four decades, uh, this is the guy who brought you Rennet and Stimpy, and uh, from Futurama, we have Fry and Doc my personal favorite, Dr. Zoidberg, and um, you were also uh, Professor Farnsworth. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Fry. Greetings from the year 3000. It still sucks. <laughs> and um, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> You need an autograph? Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> Why not? And Zap Brannigan. Um, Kiff, inform the men. I made it with a woman. <laughs> so was the, was the velour line your idea, if you were Zap Brannigan? I, it was my idea to say it like that. Okay. Because that's what the word looks like. It's, yeah. it's a French word, and it's velour. <laughs> for, for years, I got to tell you, for years and years after that, you know, the, that first, that episode came out, I would go behind my, my sister is a little bit younger than I am, and, mm -hmm. and we were watching it at about the same time, and I would go, ooh, you want some velour? And I used to do that all the time, and it would, <laughs> it would bug the hell out of her, but, you know, it was perfect. So you, you had a huge impact, at least a huge impact into the weird dynamic between me and my sister. Where oh, she, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> So, I guess the first thing I want to ask you is, you know, you, you, I mean, it would be, it would be a disservice to call it anything, but you are a giant in the voice act, in the, you know, the voice industry. Like, did you always intend to go into voice acting or did you? Uh... No, I did not. Um, I was a musician, first and foremost. I wanted to be, uh, a, you know the best guitar player in the world. I used to um, spend tons of time practicing. I was in bands. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of music? Rock and roll music. Um, and I, you know, just, uh, I, they took away my spandex lesson, uh, license in 1978. The spandex license, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> it was the glitter bands. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I went in to try stand-up comedy in Boston and nobody told me you had to have an act. I used to just pull stuff out of my posterior. And, and uh, some nights it was great, and some you'd go to hell in a twisted metal fireball. But, um, but then radio, the opportunity to go on the radio came up in Boston around 1979. And um, I realized that I, that's kind of the place where I should be. Uh -huh. Because I could write stuff, I could edit, I could produce it, and I could record it, and I could also voice it. You know, and that's where I learned everything, really. Um, 
on that this morning show in Boston. And then um, after about nine years at the radio station, I um, moved to New York. We started um, working with Howard Stern in uh, New York. Hey, Robin, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you laughing at? <laughs> that's awesome. That's so. You're hiding. You get no hair, right? I, that's why you wear the hat. Oh, that's why. That's always why I wear the hat. Here, yeah. If you want to see, let it shine, brother. Yeah. I uh, I probably should shave it, but I don't. But it's like, I, well, I do like about once a week, but I should shave it more. Yeah. What do you do, girls? Guys, what do you like? <laughs> I'm into girls. Into girls. Huh? That's good. Thanks. Which which one? C cup, D cup. What do you like? Oh man, that would. Uh, oh, I haven't. I haven't really thought about Howard in a while. But that is. That's so perfect. But that's what he does. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be no show. Yeah, there I would, know. There wouldn't be a show if he didn't go. You know. You know. Uh, go off on this and that and the other thing. Exactly, and and something like that could not. I mean, you couldn't start something like that today. You know, that would, I mean, he'd be... No, it, he was an original. Yeah. He was. I mean, whether you, whether you love him or hate him, uh, he was an innovator mm -hmm. um, by all definitions as far as I'm concerned. And I've worked with a lot of innovators. I've been very lucky. And I know how they work. I know how they, they seem to divine stuff out of thin air. Mm -hmm. You know, like Matt Groening. Right. Uh, created a, a thou at least a thousand characters. Yeah, and you've, uh, you have a long-standing relationship with, a uh, professional relationship with, uh, with Matt Groening. Yes. Where, like, I mean, you've been on Futurama. I mean, obviously, you're on Futurama. You're like, you are Futurama, pretty much. And uh, then, you know, you, you've done assorted characters on The Simpsons, too, right? Um, not really. The, I was imitated on The Simpsons by uh, Hank Azaria and Dan Castaneda. They were doing an impression of uh, Ren and Stimpy once, oh, a long okay. time ago. <clears throat> but I did do an episode <clears throat> of uh, The Simpsons. It was called uh, Simpsorama. Yeah, I remember the, it was a crossover. Uh, the crossover where Bender goes back in time. I want to yeah, say, yeah. That was fun because, um, you know, to, to work with the voice people on the show mm -hmm. um, was something that I, I always imagined that we would do, but I didn't think we'd, we'd get to it, and we did. And I was thrilled. So when you do the when you do the voice acting on the show, are you all usually in the same studio? Yes. Or, oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, so we're just like you know, um, there's setups and there's stands where you keep the scripts and whatnot, and there'll be Katie and there'll be John and mm -hmm. Lauren, Tom and uh, Dave Herman and Phil Lamar, Tress McNeil, yeah. Maurice Lamar. That's like a that's like a murderer's row. Yeah, it kind of is. Actors. It kind of is. I mean, it's it, a lot of people. It's a strange feeling to wake up in the morning and go walk into a room full of genius-level performers. It's mm -hmm. like you, you feel like you've got to be on your game. Like absolutely, yeah. You want to keep the bar off the ground, right? Right. Yeah. And that's if uh, we need the bar to fall on the ground, we'll bring in a celebrity to do do a voice. Then <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, much. <laughs> do I uh, do? And are those celebrities usually in the in the studio with you too, or do they usually pre record them? They sometimes work with them um, alone, but you know, it's, times are different now. Um, we used to record all together all the time. And Katie was available, mm -hmm. um, but she's never not been a star, and she's 
<clears throat> one show and then another and mm -hmm. another. So it's hard to get her to record with us. But she was with us the other day. And I, I just absolutely love her. And um, we, um, we've been recording the, the latest uh, incarnation of the show. Right, right. And that's something, you know, when we're talking about the latest incarnation of the show that comes out i want to say later this year or later this year yeah and <coughs> it's gonna be on hulu mm-hmm and that is super super duper exciting i'm thrilled you know i'm thrilled to death yeah, yeah yeah and it's one of those like futurama is a show where you know it it's like a it's like a horror movie villain where you think you it's dead and it comes back <laughs> it's a zombie show. it's a it, yeah and it comes back and it comes back even more, I mean, for the most part, like it comes back better and better every time. Yeah, well, they they make sure they work hard to to keep that standard up. Um, I know uh, that I pour it on, you know, like I always did. Whenever I walked into a session, I just wanted to give everybody a thousand percent more than they ever expected, and that's kind of a work ethic that I have. Yeah, not showing off, just like bringing bringing as much art and taste to mm -hmm. stuff. How yeah. much uh, how much control? I mean, I, I would imagine that the answer to this question would be different now at this point in your career compared to when Futurama started. Mm -hmm. But uh, how much like creative control do you have over? Like, are you able to ad lib and or improv? They welcome it after you do the business at hand. Uh, you have to honor the words of the writers. You have to honor that script. And then uh, sometimes they'll say, "Have you got a Have you got a an idea for something? You know, just ask. Um, or, or I might have an idea for something and ask mm -hmm. if I can try something. They're always willing to to let that happen because sometimes you'll get something serendipitously. Mm -hmm. You know that that might be better than what was there. Do you have any examples of that? It's okay if you don't, but um, um, off the top of your head. Well. I remember one day um, we had a table read. We were over at Fox, and it's this um, oval-shaped big table, and all the writers and the producers and the actors are all there, and then there's people from Fox. And um, wherever you sit, <clears throat> your name tag is there because it tells you where you're going to be sitting. And I sat there, and I picked up my name tag, and I went, Billy West. What kind of a phony fake name is that? <laughs> and uh, and the writers were right there, and they listened. They were listening to that, and I never had a clue. But they wrote it into an episode. Oh, they did. Yes. Wow. So, that's uh, did they? Uh, that's uh, that's. Was it the actual like? It, it was. What happened was um, Fry was walking around, and, and Bender comes out of the woods, and he goes, "Who are you?" His name's. Uh, Billy West, I'm a simple farmer. <laughs> and, and Fry goes, Billy West, what kind of a fake phony name is that? <clears throat> you know, that's kind of like the, because uh, it's interesting because, you know, when you look at, look you, look you, when we look you up on IMDb, you mm -hmm. share the name Billy West with some like, Silent movie, silent movie actor. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's uh, and thankfully you're the first one that comes up when you type oh, in Billy good. West. That's good. But I think that's as that's some axe murderer. Yeah. yeah. No, um, that actor was a chaplain impersonator. Billy oh, West really? was a chaplain impersonator. That's what he did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you Pretty know, funny. 
Yeah, every, every legend has copies. <laughs> anyway, so we... Um, so another question I wanted to ask you about, and, and it ties in with the, uh, with the new reboot of Futurama, is there was a, a fair amount of controversy behind, like, John DiMaggio had some, you know, Con I won't call them contract demands, but mm -hmm. he was he was he was threatening to uh, to walk. Well, that stuff happens, you know. It happened on The Simpsons numerous times. Oh yeah, um, stuff happens, you know. I mean, uh, you just you try to um, get as much as the traffic will bear, and sometimes uh, things go your way, sometimes it doesn't. But mm -hmm. um, but everybody's we're all intact. The cast is is solid. And, and you guys are super tight. Like, do you hang out outside of... Uh... You know what? There's no time to do stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, but, but I mean, we have. Okay. Sure, like, well, if we, if we uh, are doing a convention where we all were invited, mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll, we'll have breakfast and lunch and screw around after with the show. And, mm -hmm. But um, it's always fun. It's always... I hold these people in such high esteem. That you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is there, are there any uh, outside of Futurama? Are there any characters you'd like to revisit and go go back to and do more? Well, we with? are doing that. They're doing Ren and Stimpy again. Oh, that's uh, that's a uh, then that's a happy happy joy happy, joy happy joy joy. Shut up, you fool! Yes, I shall kill you. <laughs> you idiot. So, so um, I'm doing that again. I'm screaming and yelling like 31 years ago, and I told. Uh -huh. him, I said, things are different now. I'm 71. And I said, you better keep a paramedic in the lobby, you know. <laughs> I don't want to stroke out when I'm in there. I know I'm kind of like, you know, silly and boyish, but, but I'm still an old, an old geezer. Right, right. <laughs> so was there, was, there anything, was, was there anything about, like, you know, because John Crick Falusi also had, had, some, uh, had some bad behavior that... Yes. <laughs> that and I guess uh, you know Red and Stiffy is like a corporate you know it's like corporate IP so yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter who the creators well, are. Well, he was he was a little more dissolute than anybody realized, and uh -huh. uh, but that stuff that went on did not happen when I was on the scene. This oh. happened like after, way after the fact. So. Okay, but um, well, you know it's tough, but I mean the the show goes on. Of course, and uh, what I can say is. Thank you so much for uh, for your time and sure. for uh, being in, uh, you know, for agreeing to an interview with a scrappy little outlet like ours. Mm -hmm. If you could, uh, if we could ask, uh, could you give us a little promo? Just yes. say, hey, I'm Billy West. Mm -hmm. This is Below the Belt Show. And then okay. you know, make some sort of okay. snarky comment. All right. Snarky. Oh, snarky. With a capital S. Sure. Sure. Hey, this is Billy West from Show Business. Hello, there's nobody there. I don't care if there's anybody there. Um, this is below the belt. I want to show you that. <laughs> that is awesome. Once again, thank you very much. Good thing. And, it, and this, if I could ask one question, what yes. can you tell us about the Ren and Stippy reboot? I, can I, I tell you? Yeah, what can you tell us about it? I don't know. It's, it's wild. It's, it's uh, going to be wild. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to compete with nowadays. Okay. You know, in its day, it was kind of groundbreaking, uh -huh. but now you've got like a zillion animated things. You've got the world of anime. You've got, you know, this show, that show, and, and everybody is trying to rip it up <clears> and get <throat> as much attention as they can. 
Um, so, you know, that's what you got to compete with. So they, they want to come in uh, uh, with some velocity. Yeah. Awesome. We're awesome. Sure. Thank you. All Thank right. you so much.